Now, Scott, before we get the show started on the road again, I have an image to share with you, and I just want us to feel a little dated. This, it has come to my attention. I am a little off in what my emoji understanding is. The world has changed. Do you remember growing up having AOL at your disposal and thinking, my parents are never going to know what LOL Raffle Copter. What, I mean, what, are, what are some other acronyms when we were growing up? I I have a super embarrassing story about the first time I ever AOL chatted. By the way, my my family did not have AOL. They did not want to pay for for broadband for dial up fifty six whatever it was back then. My parents were like, "Nope, we don't need it. You don't need it. You have a computer." You don't need the internet. And I was like, but mom and dad, but mom, my best friend across the street had it. So I would just go over there and he's like, do you want to go on AOL? And he put the disc in and then did the whole like, yeah, 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 yeah. So he opens up a chat room for me and he's like, go ahead, sit down. Here you go. You're now chatting with a stranger. And you have no idea what you're doing. And, and like the very first thing was ASL, you know, and so we started there and I, and I said something like, I'm from Minnesota, I'm 15 years old or whatever, however old I was. And then they responded with oik, oik. It was the, it was the letter O, the letter okay. I, and the letter C. And I was like, oik. And I typed back, what the hell is oik? And then they typed out, embarrassing me forever, branding it in my brain. Until the day I die, OIC. And that's what I knew. I had no idea what I was doing, and I immediately ended the chat, and I never did it again. (laughs) (laughs) Scott, I sent you a set of emoji. Some of them I think we're going to have an understanding of how they function, but it's a series of, was it a a quick math, 14 emoji, and I'm just going to ask you about a few of them on there. All right. Okay. This is taken from a, a TikTok. So I was following somebody and they I'm said, hey, as a teacher, I discovered that these are emojis I'm no longer allowed to use because I didn't know what they were. And I need your help understanding what they are because my students won't tell me. And I just want us to be on the same page with the Gen Z's and whatever is after them. So the first emoji, can you describe that for me, Scott? All right. I just, I just want to set the table here for everyone at home who can't see what we're doing. Sucks to suck. The very first emoji is the, like, tanned, panting, sweating emoji. How would you use that emoji? What would the context be, it, or, or your best understanding of what that meaning is today? Well, as, as a homeowner, I would say, like, listen, I know it's 100 degrees outside because of climate change, but we can't afford to turn on the AC right now, so we're just going to have to look like this and open up the windows. Well... Uh, some younger generations might look at that and say uh, the now banned term. That person is simping for another. Oh, okay. That's and, like and somebody who says damn, simping I'm to me. For them. Somebody who says simping to me. I'm like, oh, does that mean the Simpsons are are trending again? Is it funny again? Nope, it never gone. will be. Nope, never. It's it's gone forever, Chris. I want to describe. Let's talk about uh, the vegetation on this page because oh, sure. there are a few emoji here that describe vegetation, and I actually got in an argument with a few people talking about one of them. I think two of them are pretty easy to understand: the peach and the eggplant. Would you agree? Yes, I think the the peach is it the butt or is it the front butt? No, 
It's the butt. Okay. And then the eggplant, it's a big, of course. Juicy dump truck. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. And then the eggplant, of course, is representing penis. The penis. Okay. A euphemism I would describe. You'll get there. You'll figure it out. I'm so far behind on emoji culture. I I have never had a successful <laughs> digital relationship with anyone. I now have uh, discovered that there's a bit of a debate about what the cherries stand for. What would you think that they mean? Well, they look like a pair of testicles. That's what most people think they are. A leaf could also be, uh, you know, a a penis, but cherry could you know has has always kind of been um i guess referenced on the female genitalia side side with uh you know she's my cherry pie you know like the the whole you get it yeah come on scott it's we're talking amongst friends here just talk just say what it is don't try to sugarcoat it here most people would say hey i'm gonna go pop that girl's cherry that phrase is gone and now a cherry could either mean a man's testicles or a pair of boobs Oh, okay. Yeah, I can see that. Now, you asked what the front is, and I think that there are two emoji on this page that when you see them, they're unquestionably, you would know them to be the front female crack. Oh, they're the cat ones, right? Yes, you idiot. Okay. (laughs) And now that bottom left one, just describe that bottom left one. The bottom left one is what I would describe as the smirk kind of like scrunched up uncomfortable face but correct me if i'm wrong willie that one has kind of been co-opted as the uh let's just say the ejaculate face to the front podcast of the internet. I'm Scott Garola, former Timberwolves season ticket holder, and with always is my co-host, Willie, and I know nothing about sports. Hey, Willie. <laughs> Literally nothing. How's it going? Do you do you care about sports? Do you care, I guess, do you care about the outcome of the football season this year? I like to watch sports when they get down to playoff time, just because it's it's like the best of the best, and so you're seeing what should hopefully be the best games of the season. Yeah, I don't watch the games. I'll watch the Super Bowl and uh, those championship games, but like I don't really pay attention to the playoffs. Am I happy the Packers lost? Yes. Suck it, cheeseheads. Willie, this week, as we know, the United States of America welcomed a new president. Oh boy, did we. And now that that's over, we can start Allegedly for some people. All right. Okay. Yeah. So the usurper Ugh. is now on the throne. So we get to criticize him going forward for the next four years. Welcome, welcome, welcome to hell. I think that there has been a, a decent amount of criticism already. And I think that's challenging because I, I didn't, I had really low expectations about how media would cover a new president. Part of me was thinking, all right, are they going to go do the typical tropes where a liberal politician is holier than thou and they're not going to cover any of the negativity? They're mainly going to talk about all the negative stuff that Fox News is saying, talk about what uh, what's happening on the other side, or are they going to put genuine criticism? And I think there's already been a fair amount of criticism both ways. The challenge, though, is I still think that there's this holdover of people that are overtly critical of anything 
their opposing political views would say. So there's people that are maybe saying too many negative things about Biden, which then in turn, all the media starts going after him. Get out. People having to say negative things about their opposing political views? I don't believe you. I know. Just open your eyes, Scott. QAnon is changing. It's ours now. (laughs) Now that that has happened, the biggest thing to come out of that pomp and circumstance we call inauguration was one of the Internet's favorite people, a little man, little old man named Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders, this week in our picks, there's a post that kicked everything off called The Man, The Mittens, The Legend. And it is a picture of grumpy old man Bernie Sanders sitting in a chair with his legs crossed and his arms crossed as well, wearing a brown Burton jacket, a pair of what look like sweater mittens, and of course his mask. Do you know the history behind those mittens? I do. I know everything about it because I was very into what happened next. This picture exploded and everybody grabbed it, photoshopped the hell out of it, and created Meme Fest 2021. Like, this was the kickoff, or inauguration, if you will, of all future memes that will happen for the rest of the year. An unbelievable amount of artwork. I can't even fathom that they were able to do that amount of art. Yes, we're talking picture memes, video memes, GIF memes. I'm sorry, I missed that last one, but go on. Gesundheit. And anything that you can think of, no matter if you've seen some sort of popular, it was almost as big, if not bigger than the Skyrim meme where something would happen and then it would fade to black and then you would wake up in Skyrim. Like this was huge. And to do a quick aside, those mittens were made for him by an elementary school teacher from his home state of Vermont that was given to him, I think, a year or so ago. And he's just kept them. And they, they're they made well, from a recycled sweater. Those are not the first pair. Oh, he's gotten more? Well, well, so I, I'm going to get part of this wrong. And I saw this on, uh, I can't remember the show that name. That 70s show? Seth Myers, no, Seth Myers has a show on Seth Myers uh, tonight. You, last week tonight. But he, no, it's not, la- whatever. Seth Myers has a show and he talked about that meme. But essentially... Those gloves were knit by her, gifted to Bernie Sanders. Bernie then was on campaigning somewhere and somebody said, I want, like a little kid said, I want those gloves. So he gave the gloves to the little kid. Oh, that's nice. That made it back to this woman who then made him another pair. After she saw him wearing them at the inauguration, she then sent him another 10 pair. Whoa. So that so that he can always have them on hand because he loves them. I, I think the thing for me that was the, the most impressive. Get richer, I tell you. Well, I mean, while uh, so many people showed up to the inauguration wearing unbelievable outfits, the Obamas looking dapper as shit. Amanda Gorman knocking it out of <sighs> the park, not only with her poem, but with her outfit. Yeah, everybody showed up as if this is the the Oscars of the year. While Bernie said, I have other things that I need to do, that's not what this is about. (laughs) I'm just going to show up in whatever I wake up and put on in a Saturday morning. But I think I was most impressed of where these memes showed up. What are some of your favorite locations you saw Bernie show up? Name a subreddit, and I could probably tell you what, what the Bernie meme was. Like, it was that invasive. 
it's incredible how fast it can travel too. I think one of my favorite ones was the following morning. Somebody who's at a Cracker Barrel said, who did it? Which one of you fuckers did this? And it was, they photoshopped him into one of the chairs in the background of a photo in a Cracker Barrel and just put it next to one of the, the photos. And it was on the, if you, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was on the restaurant wall. Just blended in with all the other tchotchke shit. It was, it was great because, I mean, some of my favorites were the old school 50 cent one where he pulls up next to you in the car and laughs and like drives away. And then like really quickly in the back seat you see Bernie sitting. Somebody crocheted a little Bernie sitting in the chair, like a knit Bernie out of yarn. He was on 75 different album covers that I had never really known. I hadn't been paying that much attention because like all of these album covers came out from from the past. Credence Clearwater Revival, like just all this cover work. Everywhere. <laughs> it was so good. Why? Why do you think that happened? Well, if I had to venture a guess, I think we've been we've been waiting for this. We've been waiting for this big meme season to come around. And it was the beginning of the year. Everyone was kind of restless. Nothing great had really happened for us to meme in a long time that wasn't Trump related. Do you think everybody, it's a holdover? Everybody had been building and building. It's like No Nut November, another Reddit theme. And everybody was just like building this terrible frustration, this uh, excitement, this energy, because they were nervous and anticipating an election. And there was all this negative stuff happening in the background that our way of getting out that energy, that uh, finish, if you will, was putting Bernie everywhere. That or dry January has lo- allowed a lot of clarity to come through in a, in a bunch of artists. And we, we didn't even know that these people existed. And here they are creating some of the best artwork the internet has ever seen. Well, Bernie Sanders, what a societal ejaculate. Another story this week in Reddit, Scott. <laughs> um, okay, so during the insurrection, a story came out about an officer. And we might have talked about it on the show. We definitely posted a photo about it on our Instagram. An image of, or a video of Officer Goodman. What's his first name? Eugene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an officer and a gentleman. So he, during the the insurrection at the Capitol, he helped move people away. What we discovered, they were within 100 feet of the vice president at the time. And he was able to move an angry mob away from assassinating some people of... Who knows? Yeah, potentially. Doing some pretty nasty harm. Well, this week in Made Me Smile, there's a post that says... From officer to acting deputy Senate sergeant at arms, congrats, Officer Goodman, for your prestigious promotion for your courageous act during the attacks on the Capitol building. And it's an image that says Officer Goodman promoted to acting deputy Senate sergeant at arms, escorting our new vice president. And it has the the kind of the typical meme that says how it started, how it's going. How it's going. Yeah. How awesome is that? I'm glad he was recognized because arguably, yes, maybe he was just there that day doing what he was supposed to do, right? Which is his job. And some people would say, like, he doesn't necessarily need to be celebrated for this. I, on the other hand, would say that he was doing his job, which in the moment was a heroic act considering the potential consequences of what could have happened. So 
I'm going to open up a really tough dialogue. We we had a comment, and I think it's a holdover comment from the riots and protests that happened this past summer, but we called Officer Goodman a hero for his actions. And to sum up the comment that we got, it was, is he? And I think I'm projecting this comment, but I, I think it's fair to discuss are police officers, do they have the ability as a police force to be both bad and heroes? And where is that line? Yeah, I I definitely had to pause and think about whether posting that picture to our Instagram would would cause any sort of uh, backlash, you know, good or bad. I just I don't like when people argue on the internet. It just seems kind of futile. But at the same time, he looked like a good dude in that situation. So not knowing his background at all. He could, he could have done a lot of things that nobody had ever paid attention to until he did this one thing, and you know people could have started scouring his past, bringing up his record. But I don't think you'd get to become Capitol Police by just you know not doing well at your job. I don't know if right. it's like a, a beginner's post, if you will. You probably have to work your way up to get that close to the people in power. So. My intention was never to necessarily dive too deep into it. It was just to look at that moment, which we kind of do with all of our stories here, right? They're snapshots mm-hmm. of time. And in in that moment, he was, in my opinion, a hero. I think that's the best way to put it. You can You can be a hero in one moment. And we can also, as a society, agree that we are funding police forces incorrectly. And we need to defund them in many ways and move resources mm-hmm. to different areas. That doesn't mean that what this officer did in that moment is not heroic. It also doesn't mean that we're calling all of the officers that were there heroes. Because uh, there's plenty of evidence that there were officers there that were just like, Oh, hi, Karen. Welcome. Come on in. Welcome to my home. Yeah, absolutely. If anything came of what we've learned from the past year, it was 100% on display on that day. So people performing heroic acts, people performing despicable acts, it was it was all in the same spot at the same exact time. I mean, at the end of the day, when I vet something to go onto our social media, it's usually five or 10 minutes just looking at it, reading some of the comments to make sure like this isn't Oh, first of all, is to make sure I'm not going to steal something punny for the title, but I just kind of want conversations to come from it. Right. Maybe maybe some some like oohs and ahs, or that's that's uh-huh. why we get a lot of interesting afs, and uh, you'll just see a lot of subreddits come up basically because those are the things that people are finding the most interesting the previous day. To me, I, I look at a post like this and I think about a week apart. This person got recognized for that work, and that's that's pretty awesome. And I hope that he continues to get recognized going forward for doing good things, and we, we hear more good things from Officer Goodman in the future. Or we're going to call him a bad man. Speaking of promotions, Willie, you, you wouldn't mind getting another promotion maybe a couple more times in your life, right? I don't think I want to sit where I'm at ever. I always want to try and work for a promotion. Well, you can you can get up and leave. Okay, see ya. This is my show now. It's just me. 
Okay, I can't do this. Willie, come back! Baby, come back! All right. But why do people like getting promotions, Willie? What comes with these promotions? Usually. Money. That's Power. Correct. Money. So, speaking of money, in one of my favorite subs of 2020, r slash Wall Street Bets. Willie, I texted you earlier this week to pay attention to this because I knew this was going to be a topic. There's a post that is titled GME YOLO Update January 22nd, 2021. It is of a user whose name is, and I'm sorry for swearing kids, but their name is Deep Fucking Value. And he posted a picture of his GME, which for those who are not familiar with the stock market lingo, GameStop gains. Is that what GME is? GME is the stick ticker stock symbol for GameStop. Yes. And Got you know, it. GameStop, ha- the name itself brings up a lot of emotions for a lot of different people for a lot of different reasons. But when it comes to the stock market, all people care about are those gains or increases in shares. This person, since I think it started about a year ago when they, they bought options or have been doing options trading on GameStop, this person has made $11 million, $11 million off of a, what looks to be $14,000 investment. And here's, here's, here's what, okay. Okay. Ask me these questions. Cause I'm going to explain everything that I've learned in this past week. Okay. Well, I'm going to ask one question. Why would you think a month ago that having $14,000 in GameStop was ever a good idea? Take it back a little bit further, Willie. This dude bought them a year ago when GameStop was at a measly price of $4 a share. As of the recording of this podcast, well, the morning of, it was over $100 a share. I believe it's kind of settled down around $80, but still. Now, I have to preface by saying there's a sub for that podcast is not a financial advisor, and we are in no way responsible of you making any financial decisions. So take that, lawyers. Our advice should never be followed unless you want to cry yourself to sleep at night. Probably pretty good at that. So what started happening in Wall Street Bets a while back is that somebody posted that they thought GameStop actually had value. Even though it looked bad and like they were losing money left and right, they thought because the company has a lot of cash on hand that there's still potential value for it to go up. This probably caused a couple people to, you know, make these long-term bets. And Mm -hmm. I'm not an options trader, so I don't know the ins and outs. But if anybody does, you know that there's a lot of risk for potentially a small amount of money to make you a lot of money or vice versa, to lose you a shit ton of money. Yes. And there's been dialogue in Wall Street bets that I've kind of been paying attention to on and off trying to learn what these guys are doing with options trading and why it's so important to this subreddit. What I've learned is that this sub is a bunch of people who have supposedly no idea what they're doing, a lot of money, and they are kind of manipulating this this stock to go up as high as it is. People from Is there something the... illegal about that? No, not that I can see yet. And the reason is, is because they're doing everything legitimately. They're not breaking any laws. They're just, they're buying options. They're raising the stock price because more, more, more people are buying in. And so 
people from the financial industry have tried to come in and like adjust it down by saying like, we're going to buy a bunch and then we're going to short sell it. We're going to, we're going to bet that the price is going to fall or stay the same, but it just keeps climbing, right? Making all these people who bought in all this money. Willie, I would say about a month ago, nobody cared. Even though it had gone from $4 to like $20, nobody cared. It went from $20 to $40. There were no less than like 15 to 20 different articles on like Bloomberg, Yahoo Finance, Market Business Insider. Yes, like all these people are starting to pay attention just because of this one subreddit. Okay, so I I have a few more thoughts as you talk about it because this is such an interesting story that this small community of millions of Redditors can sway a company. So what is their CEO going to go do at their next board meeting? Well, we were really successful in our retail offices and... This small insurgence of people on a subreddit called Wall Street Bets have artificially inflated our accounts. And I am happy that me as a CEO of this brand was able to make you millions of dollars, I guess. You're welcome. It's artificially inflated. So as a business, they have not genuinely done better. People targeted a specific company and said, we can probably try to manipulate this in all of the legal ways to raise its value to make us money not giving a damn about the business itself. So what kind of real world implications does this have? Isn't there rules on what Wall Street must do when a stock begins to rise or fall in specific ways? This, I guess, in my layman's terms would be like, wouldn't they just be like, ah, we're going to pause trading on this brand? We, no, uh uh-uh. That has happened already a couple times for the stock. Uh, if a stock goes too high or too low, there's basically like panic buttons you can hit and that will halt trading for a period of time. That happened today and I possibly yesterday as well because it was just uncharacteristic for a stock like that to go in the direction at the velocity that it was trading. Now, there are a lot of people on here who say, you know, and they're just people on the internet, so we don't know if they're they're true or not, but they say they've like pulled right. out their life savings and, you know, trying to copy what this value guy has done in order to ride this train because the saying on Wall Street Bets is to the moon. They want to raise it as high as it possibly can go. And there's people saying like, we're not going to stop. We're not going to sell these options until it hits a thousand, three thousand dollars in value, like insane Amazon, Google amounts of money. And their theory behind this is that, you know, Wall Street has made its millions, billions, trillions off of our backs for so long. It's time to get ours. So they're going all in and they're doing exactly what what Wall Street would do, except on a, a much smaller scale in attempts to just make money the way that the 1% of the 1% has been making it forever. Wow, man, that's an interesting game to play. And I know Scott and I are both interested in trying to understand for our own futures what kind of impact we can have on the space of the stock market. I think as we get older, it becomes more like, oh, I have a little bit of money now. I can put this towards this thing. Is this a space where I want to try to invest my money and play the game and, and retire early, right? I mean, that's the gamble is right, can I be right. done with this version of my life early and then go do that other version? Somebody once said, there's people out there who want to make money so they don't have to do anything. 
or so they yeah so they no longer have to do anything and then there's people who make money so that they can do whatever they want and i would like to retire early just like anybody else and you and i willie have talked about our dreams our our lottery dreams if we ever had just you know unlimited buckets full of cash raining down on us guys i know exactly what scott would do in the moment he had an income that had no limits the first thing scott would do is have all of his clothing custom tailored all of it i am a bespoke bitch and i will tell you i have stolen that idea from you many times when people have said like well what if you had millions of dollars what would you do i'd be like I'm going to take this idea as my own. It's okay. Anybody can have it. It's just those places exist, right? You can go and get a suit built for you. Why not with any other article of clothing? At the end of the day, Willie, all we really want to do is walk away with a little bit more cold, hard cash. Yes. Speaking of cold, I am so sick uh, of living in a frozen state. It feels like winter lasts how long? Uh, Approximately nine months here in the state, the great state of Minnesota. That's what it feels like. Now, have you ever gone ice fishing? A couple times, yes. I don't find it enjoyable, but... Not at all. (laughs) Have you you ever been ice skating on a frozen lake? Uh, I I can't say maybe but once, because I, I prefer... Number one, I don't like large bodies of water. Number two, I don't usually trust the ice... On those large bodies of water, I would much rather go at a rink or the great centennial lakes of Edina, Minnesota. Fucking cake eaters. Anyways, <laughs> so the, the link that I just shared with you is a link from the subreddit, interesting as fuck. And this video is a video of a person walking on a frozen lake. There is a, uh, a subreddit for deep, dark water and the fear of it, the phobia of that. Thaslophobia. I have that. This, this is like standing on top of the frozen version of that. Like you have a layer of ice between you and that fear. Now, when you look at this video, can you describe it for me? Yes, I can. Short video. Okay, so there is a person walking on which looks like the clearest ice that you could possibly ever see, with the exception of there being large, veiny cracks that That's appear to go said. down <laughs> several feet. Like this, this person is standing on at least two feet of solid ice. I have some really interesting facts for you. Lay them so on. I saw this on Reddit and quite literally 30 minutes later, a TikTok showed up on my for you page that said, hey, a lot of people have shared this video with me. I study lakes. I have some interesting thoughts to share with you. So I will link the, the TikTok in the chat, I think the, the user is Geodesaurus. They're Italian, Somebody who, yep. N- or I, Greek. I, Geo as in rock. De- anyways, it's probably a nerdy science thing. Either way, here are some facts. This is Lake Baikal. Now, if you've ever been a- afraid of lakes, this is, or, or afraid of deep water, this is going to scare the shit out of you, Scott. This lake is located in northern Russia. It is Already frozen. Scared. it is frozen solid five months out of the year wow because russia by the way is colder than minnesota and we live in probably the coldest state in the united states but russia is further north therefore they're the vast majority of the time they're more frozen than we are and they're colder 
They're as cold as ice. Lake Baikal, Scott, has a few other phenomenons that you should know. This is one of the oldest lakes in the world at over 23 million years old. Or 6,000. If you're one of them. (laughs) It is also over 500 feet deep. That's a lot of feet. In the majority of space on this lake, it is that deep. Not only that. That's like five centipedes deep, Willie. (laughs) (laughs) There's some other interesting facts that that I'm going to share with you about this because I just think it is so cool. Like the ocean, it has hydrothermal vents. Because of that, not only will you find rock like ice formations, which that ice that you saw is over five feet deep. Holy. But you will find areas where there's these like bubbles. Do you remember? Do you remember? In the Matrix, the when they had like the bullet time and the bullet had those like bubbles behind it. Oh yeah, yeah. This lake has bubbles forming up through the ice because of those hydrothermal vents. Cool. There are animals that are unique to this lake that don't exist anywhere else on the planet because it's that large. Like kaiju or like maybe Nessie is actually down there. Probably. So if you've ever had a fear of lakes, that video has so many other terrifying things. I don't think I could ever imagine. It was not this past summer, but the summer before. Remember when there wasn't a quarantine and people could go talk and hang out with others? What was that like? I forgot. I don't, I have totally forgotten, but we did go to a lake, Lake Minnetonka, and we swam on that, me and a few of my coworkers, and Thinking about swimming in a lake now terrifies the shit out of me. One, because I wouldn't have a mask covering my face. But now thinking about what could be in a lake like this one terrifies me. Yeah, I suppose that's the scariest lake in the world when it's not frozen. Because I've seen I've seen Meg. I've seen Jaws. Anybody who just wants to record themselves on social media these days is going to do something stupid and disturb one of those thermal vents. And then we're just going to have the end times. Which leads us into maybe the worst trailer I've ever seen in my life, which is Godzilla versus King Kong or whatever the fuck that movie is. Why are people putting millions of dollars into the worst idea ever? You know, a better movie would probably be about the people that have to clean up after all these monsters. Like, how long does it take to clean up a Godzilla-sized shit? So somebody's somebody's just (laughs) in one, it's just like a row of dump trucks and then one truck is scooping it into the back of the dumb trucks. And they're like, dude, this dude shits so much. Where are they putting it? Who has to clean that up? And who has to deal with it? That's the movie that I want to see. I think we know the solution, Scott. We're talking about Lake Baikal being the biggest lake in the world. Well, I think maybe it's just a really good place to go drop off all these deuces, if you know what I mean. Hmm? Hmm? I don't think we can call them deuces at that size, Willie. I think they're quads at this point. i want to give a kaiju size thank you to all of our listeners we so appreciate you tuning in and listening to another episode of there's a sub for that like scott said i maybe i am not going to relate you guys to sizes of deuces or my feelings to a size of a piece of shit but i want to say thank you as well for listening to these episodes going into the new year we have so much that we want to be able to provide you guys so we're just getting started thank you so much you can find us all over the internet if you want to keep the conversation going we're going to be over at our instagram at 
sub for that. You can also find us on our Twitter at sub the number four that. You can also find us at our TikTok at sub for that podcast. And if you feel like sliding a couple of those fancy emojis into our DMs, we've got personal Twitters at Scott Carolla and WildMN293. And remember, no matter what you're into, whether it's ASMR, I am a total piece of shit, LGBT, or horror lit, there's a sub for that. that.